Rodeo supporters say they love their animals. Anyone who actually loves another wouldn't risk their life or their body for a prize or for profit. Any animals that are being used for our purposes uh, haven't given us our, their consent to be used, and so we're against that kind of animal exploitation. It's slavery in other terms. Mm, yeah, I'm not so sure I'd call it slavery. And animals don't talk. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, the Calgary Stampede is one of those great news, sad news headlines every year, pretty much. Uh, but the good news this year, yeah, the 2019 Stampede set all sorts of record-breaking crowds. They got, uh, I think, the, the second highest attendance in history. So 1.4 million attended, which is uh, a nice $250 million cash injection into the economy. Not bad, given, you know, Calgary is a hurting economy right now. So that, that is good news. And one of the big draws, of course, as Stampede is not just the tiny donuts. It's the rodeo. Whether we like it or not, the rodeo is a very, very big part of Stampede. And that means the chuck wagon races, too. And, of course, every year we get the tragic headlines involving horse deaths because when you get thrills, you get spills. It is just a sad reality of this sport. So this year, six horses killed, three of them on closing night. And every year we get the same headlines. It's either, you know, calls to cancel or ban the event. You know, the conversation that the chuck wagons have lost, you know, past their due date. And then, of course, we hear from the organizers that they will review safety procedures, do better. But you just can't take the danger out of a dangerous sport, period. And then when you see record crowds and the money's coming in, I would not bet on those chuck wagon races going anytime soon. But let's ask someone who would know because he's out there. He is the host of the Ryan Jesperson Show in Edmonton at our sister station, Global News Radio, 630 Ched. Hello there, Ryan. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me. Well, no, thank you for uh, coming on. I, I get, I, I bet, because I've been to Stampede, I lived out in Calgary, so I get it. Uh, and so I have to think there are a few eye rolls happening uh, from our friends in the West over this issue. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, let me let me put it this way. And, uh, you know, you've been in Calgary as well. And I, I grew up in Calgary. I've spent, you know, 25 years of my life in that city. I've, I've attended... Uh, many editions of the Calgary Stampede, including many rangeland derbies. That's what they call the the chuck wagon races. Um, I, you know, my, <laughs> I have many connections to it. I've attended victory parties in the barns. I've, I've you know, uh, befriended through my sister, a teacher, some of the families. My sister-in-law has taught mm-hmm. the children of a couple of the chuck wagon drivers. So we've, we've seen some insight into how, how those families love their horses and how well the horses are treated. Um, I think you very much uh, are you're, you're bang on. You know it in identifying the connection that the Rangeland Derby and the Chuck Wagons have with the popularity of the Calgary Stampede. I mean, there, there's 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 no uh, you know I mean there's there's sort of a typical Western bravado with with a dash of humility in in the in the marketing of the Stampede, the greatest outdoor show on earth, and 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 probably the most prominent and biggest draw at the Stampede is what they call the half mile of hell. And mm-hmm. that is the Rangeland Derby. That's the chuck wagon races. So I don't know if I don't know if people are, are rolling their eyes at some of the controversy around here. I mean, obviously, you and I will have an opportunity to get into some of the different responses. Um, you know, we're hearing from humane societies, for example, in Vancouver, uh, that, that I think are calling for an immediate ban of future chuck wagon racing. I don't think that that's going to happen at all. I don't think that, that there's a chance that that happens. But I will say that, that the, the, the horse... 
you know, the, the, the equestrian community, in particular, the rodeo and the chuck wagon community, feels these losses mm-hmm. in a big way. And I think it's, 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 it's been a difficult year with, with six horses either dying or being euthanized uh, uh, over the over the last 10 days. That's for sure. Sure. Uh, look, it's nothing new. They get hurt every single year. These are a lot of them are retired horse racers, uh, horses that were on the track or their horses that would have gone to slaughter. Um, you know, the, the bottom line is the reality is and, and growing up riding horses and knowing them. They have a value. And if you can't use them, they're very expensive. They're not pets. And so people can't hold on to them. And so the thinking is use them um, and and give them a life and maybe tragedy will occur. And the bottom line is it does. I don't know if that's going to change, even though, Ryan, there's been an awful lot of conversation this year in particular about horse racing and the deaths. I mean, Santa Anita's had almost, what, 30 horses go down this year alone. That's a lot. So I think all of a sudden there's a conversation about an industry that's, this has never been a safe industry. I mean, horses dying it every single day, all the time. Yeah, I, I when I was I heard about Santa Anita that that track in California earlier today. I had to fact check that. Yeah. I had to go. That was it's hard to believe that that about thirty horses have have been euthanized down at that California racetrack. And they're saying they don't know if it's because of the weather conditions down there. The track's a little bit softer. But the fact is, uh, with thoroughbred racing, and like you noted, a lot of these chuck wagon horses are are retired thoroughbred racers. Uh, there's a limited lifespan there. The fatality rate per start is actually quite a bit higher uh, with thoroughbred racing than it is with the chucks. Mm. But of course, the chuck wagon. I mean, these, especially when there's a crash, Alex. I yep. mean, and and here's the thing: there were four separate incidents at the Calgary Stampede this year. Uh, one of them, the first one, the first horse that died, it died of a medical incident mid race. Uh, there were no injuries. The rest were due to injury. A horse stumbles. It brings down mm-hmm. the outfit. All four go down. That type of a thing. It's a very high-profile crash, and it happens in front of a lot of people, and that's what gets people talking. Um, now, now, what what you can't discount as well is, is that, you know, I mean, p- people are – this is, as mentioned, the biggest draw at the Calgary Stampede. Literally, it's the biggest draw at the Stampede. And I was – you know, we were putting this out to – our listeners earlier today saying, you know, asking the, the simple question, what would constitute, I mean, I'm not going to go on the air in Alberta or in any province for that matter and ask straight up, when should the Calgary Stampede ban chuck wagon racing? It's not going to happen. Uh, but I do think that it's important to ask what would, what would constitute a meaningful or an appropriate response from the Calgary Stampede to this. One right. of the things that's difficult for the stampede is that you know i mean according to their own numbers um which are corroborated by the humane societies in vancouver and calgary 73 horses have died since 1986 due to chuck wagon racing it's not a negligible number and it does get to the point where you know i mean people people seem to care more about different animals i mean horses dogs and whales are right up there and the other ones we don't seem to worry about as much but but you know a listener said this morning if this if this was dog racing uh, and, and there were 73 dogs that had died since 1986. People would be outraged. What's the difference? We're having a really robust and good conversation. I think it's a healthy conversation around animals that are used for entertainment. And, and that's, I think, the conversation that the Stampede can, can participate in. What's really important for the Stampede to do is to continue to convey what I think they're trying to convey and what I think they're conveying sincerely today 
And that is that these losses impact those within the rodeo community, maybe even more than the general public. Right. I mean, you look at dog racing, dog racing, there's thousands of deaths. I mean, those animals are it is one of the most inhumane uh, sporting events that animals can be used in. It's no different than cockfighting. Um, Horse racing is a terribly hard sport on the animals themselves. And yet, you know, the numbers of people that go and watch it simply erase um, this notion that we're we're ready to give it up. It's just a massive draw. I mean, people who complain about the conditions and yet will go out, Ryan, and buy the Fascinator and get all dressed up for the, the Kentucky Derby. Well, you're in it and you're enjoying it, clearly. Uh, whether and, and, and the horses go down at that event, too. So I, the, the talk and the walk are quite different. For me, I hate the chuck wagon races. I never felt comfortable watching them because I loved horses, grew up with them, rode them my whole life. And my issue was that I knew um, that all four of them, it took one just to stumble and it could be a disaster. So I kind of look at it and think, okay, couldn't they reform the sport and maybe take it to two horses so that you don't have the risk of four horses? And I know it would change the event, but, you know, four horses in a wagon is a lot easier to go down than, let's say, two horses in a wagon. Can we not can we not see a reform like that? Yeah, and we had we had a lot of really interesting conversations. I mean, when we put, you're probably the exact same when you when you pull an audience, yeah. so to speak. I was most interested to hear from people that, that are sharing stories like you, Alex. People that are saying either we keep horses ourselves. I grew up around horses. I love horses. I ride horses. Those are the ones I'm most interested in hearing from. And and within that community. A lot of suggestions. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that your listeners are familiar with how chuck wagon races start, but if not, there there are eight heats typically through the night, eight or nine, depending on the night, four wagons per heat with four horses on each wagon plus outriders, which are which yep. are the, the, the individuals riding the horses in support of the wagon, and the outriders have to finish the race within a certain distance of the wagon. So you, you have uh, 32 horses uh, running full speed. They start the race with a figure eight mm-hmm. uh, in the rodeo infield, and then they head around the track. Now, when you're heading around the track, you have to get on the rail. You want to get on the rail, otherwise you're creating a longer distance for your horses to run, and there's just no way with how competitive the, the wagon outfits are that you're going to win. So people were saying today, well, what if we have more heats with fewer wagons, as an example? So maybe you have two wagons racing or three wagons. Maybe you go head-to-head. Maybe you do staggered starts like they do in track and field, you know, how it looks when when individuals, when humans race the two or 400 meters. So there's no interaction between the wagons themselves. Now, I know that the purists will say, well, listen, I mean, one of the one of the most exciting parts of the wagon race is through those first figure eights and who gets to the rail first. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to find a way, I think. Uh, to address this. Now, let's also note anybody that, that works in or, or that's even familiar with with crisis communications. And I do think to a certain degree, uh, the Calgary Stampede has a has a has a communications crisis here, although I will note that the, the hardest hard, the hardcore fans aren't the ones rattled by these numbers. They're not yeah. the ones rattled uh, or at least disgusted by the deaths. They're not the ones calling for the end of the racing. Um, but but time, I think, with the Calgary Stampede, I'm not going to say it's it's good for this to happen at any time. But with the with the three deaths last night on the final night of racing, on the final night of Stampede, uh, it's a bit of a different scenario uh, than if the Calgary Stampede was running the Rangeland Derby again tonight. Yeah. They're going to have time to, to, I think, launch what, what, what they will sell as a meaningful consultation process. And hopefully they'll be able to come up with something. One of the things I do want to note is, 
is that earlier, I mean, last Thursday, uh, one of the crashes that, that, that claimed the life of one of the horses um, was deemed by Stampede race officials to be caused by uh, driver Chad Harden. Now, here's the thing. Chad Harden is a past champion of the Rangeland Derby. For his involvement in that crash, Alex, and it was not his horse that died, but he was the one that they said impeded another yeah. wagon. He was fined $10,000 and handed a lifetime ban from the Calgary Stampede, which is huge. Yeah, it is. Well, we'll see what happens. I think their talking point, uh, and I've got to I've got to let you go after this, I think their talking point that, you know, we'll look into safety operations and, uh, you know, whatever, they got to come up with a new talking point because it doesn't fly anymore. Just come up and, and at least show some kind of reform or that you got it. But we'll talk about it again next year. Yeah, because yeah, the same headline will happen you're next. Exactly year. right. Yeah. All right, Ryan. You thank uh, thank you very much for joining. I always appreciate it. Thanks, Alex. That is Ryan Jesperson. He is the host of the Ryan Jesperson Show of our sister station, Global News Radio Edmonton. If you want to check it out, it's at six thirty. Chad here on point on Global News Radio.